Hello, and welcome to the DNA podcast. My name is Austin, and today we're going to be discussing Appaloosa genes. So, fun fact, I've already recorded this episode, and then it didn't publish. So, that's fun. So, we're going to do it again, I guess, because I'm bound and determined, because I've been gone for about three weeks, for which I apologize, it's just sometimes very hard to get up the motivation to podcast, especially when it all just deletes. <laughs> Yay, fun. But anyway, today we're discussing Appaloosa genes. But the important thing is that this week we're going to be discussing LP, which is the master switch, and then next week we will discuss more in depth about pattern genes. But today is kind of the overview and what you really need to know before we dive in. Appaloosa patterns are very tricky, and so excuse me while I try to explain what little we understand, and even littler that I understand. So buckle in, and let's get back to LP. Now like I said, LP is known as the master switch for the other Appaloosa genes. It is an incomplete dominant and is almost always visible. The reason it's an incomplete dominant is that it, in its homozygous form, it expresses more white and less pattern than when another white spotting pattern is present. Homozygous LP is also known to correspond with congenial stationary night blindness, or CSNB. All homozygous LP horses lack structures in their eyes that allow for normal sight at night. This is present from birth, however, it may not be easy to detect simply because the horses adapt really well because they've never experienced normal vision. It's a lot harder to detect in horses than, say, a blindness that comes on later in life because they've never known anything different. They've just always not been able to see at night. They don't know that you can see at night. Now, with heterozygous LP horses, they're not affected by CSNB. It has to be homozygous to lack the structures in their eyes to be able to see at night, which is, of course, always going to be an issue if you breed two LP horses together, uh, two heterozygous LP horses together, that you have a 25% chance that they will be homozygous LP and they will not be able to see at night. Like I said, it's not really an issue, but it does get into kind of the ethicalities of should we breed horses that can't see at night. And LP is also known for causing the sparse manes and tails, which it's pretty commonly known that Appaloosas don't have fabulous manes and tails. They're usually fairly sparse and kind of ragged looking. I mean, sometimes you have some that have amazing tails, and sometimes you might as well just hack it all off. <laughs> but that is a direct cause of LP. We're not very sure what part of LP causes the sparse manes and tails, like if it's a certain gene inside of LP, or if there's a few factors that contribute to it, but we do know that horses with LP are far more likely to have a sparse mane and tail. Now, LP is not, cause, is not known to cause blue, green, or amber eyes. 
the eyes will be the normal color of the horse, or blue if they have another white pattern that can affect the melanin in the eye, but LP itself doesn't create a different color eye. LP horses can be identified by mottled skin, which is skin with flecks of different colors in it, which is seen particularly well on the genitals around the anus and around the eyes. Uh, vertically striped hooves on legs without white markings. So they have different color stripes on their hooves on legs that don't have normal white markings. They also have white sclera around the iris of the eye. This is called human eyes. Um, they always have white around their eyes when you look at them. A lot of people think it's creepy and won't own an Appaloosa because of it. They say they don't like the way that it stares at them but it doesn't actually have any effect on the eye itself. It's just a trait that they have that's a bit of an aesthetic type difference. They also have an increase in white hairs over the body in a pattern throughout age and season. LP does not actually cause the blankets or leopard patterns. The only Appaloosa pattern gene that's known which causes patterns is patent one, which is pattern one. We originally thought that there was also a patent too, and there likely is more pattern genes. In fact, we know there's more pattern genes, but what we had for patent two just ended up being disproven. The test wasn't great. We didn't know a lot about it, and we scrapped all of that information, and now we just know that we have pattern one down, and one day we might get the others because there's likely more than two, but right now we don't know. So it's why Appaloosa genes, and of course, it's also knob strooper genes, the warm bloods that are, have the leopard spotting. Um, it's just a lot easier to say Appaloosa because a lot of people correlate those patterns with the Appaloosa breed. Um, but maybe one day we will know more, and maybe I'll get to write um, another podcast to update everyone. We can only hope. Um, LP is required for any patterns to show up in Appaloosas and Knobstroopers. Without one copy of LP, the horse would not show a pattern. They'd be solid. So you can have a horse that is, you know, homozygous patent one, but not have a copy of LP, and they will be solid. They won't have any other pattern on them. Which we'll discuss next week when I dive into patent one. Varnish, varnish roaning, or LP roaning, all the same thing. Some people just call it all sorts of different fun pattern... People call it weird things, but it's mostly called varnish. And that's caused by the LP gene. If a horse with LP lives long enough, it will get some amount of visible varnish. The amount will vary based on the horse, and it's believed that the varnish is controlled by several separate genes. We don't have that mapped out, but we just know it happens. As the varnish progresses, the bony areas, like the hips, the shoulder, the elbow, etc., they retain some pigmented hairs, leaving what's called varnish marks. Varnish can occur on solid LP horses and on any base color. Typically, a heterozygous LP or a homozygous LP horse that does not have a pattern gene is born solid. 
The first visible sign of LP is usually the white sclera around the eye. Uh, mottled skin can also be present at birth, or sometimes it's just more visible later. And homozygous LP foals are almost always born with completely shell-colored hooves. And that's kind of a good way, well, it's not foolproof, but it's a way that you can tell from birth if the horse is homozygous LP or not. Still recommend testing, I wouldn't say, to put all the money on the farm on the color of hooves. But you can if you want. It's a fun thing to say. Another thing about LP is that it can cause color shifting, in which you find tested Appaloosas of a certain color don't tend to look that color. For example, I have a friend with a black gelding. He's black leopard. He's an Appaloosa. And so he's mostly white with little black spots all over him, except that his black spots don't look black anymore. As he's aged, his color has shifted from LP, and his spots actually look more of a rusty red color. And I think that's just absolutely fascinating, because if you saw him out in the field, you might think that he's a chestnut leopard. But I know, because I know him and I know her, that he's actually a black leopard. And I just find that absolutely fascinating. They can even shift the color to look more of a sun-faded black, and the colors for bay and red, they also shift. The Palomino shifts. It's just, it's fascinating if you want to look up LP color shifting. I love seeing all the examples. It's just, it blows my mind. It really does. And it's why I don't always say, because sometimes I have people who send me in photos of horses and ask me what I think is happening there genetically, which is something you can do. You can send me those to my socials and private chats, or you can tag me in them and I will give it my best shot. I do not claim to be a uh, professional who can tell based on a photo because no one can get 100% right on every photo. It all depends on lighting and everything, like it's, you really need a test to know exactly, but if you're just curious, maybe you're, you have a gelding so you're not really interested in testing, so you don't want to pay the money, or you're just curious, send it to me. I'll let you know what I think. Um, but I do not guarantee that I can get the base color correct on Appaloosas because of the LP color shifting. Sometimes it can completely change what the horse looks like. And that's really all I have for LP today. So thank you so much for tuning in, and congrats to myself for redoing this because it didn't save. But anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Their New Start. You can also find me on Instagram at Their New Start. I also have an Instagram for this podcast that I really don't keep up with, so I apologize. But it's at DNA. I'll try and update it. I say that like every time and I never do, but school, man, it's, it's rough. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week with a deep dive into Pattern 1. Bye.